0: Welcome to this hour, the three o'clock hour of Redeemer, Redeemer Radio Spring Sheraton. My name is Justin Aquila, and I'm here with the good folks of St. Charles uh, Catholic Parish. Um, and uh, I'm going to invite everybody to introduce themselves, and then we'll we'll pray.
1: Okay. So, Father Tom shoemaker
0: I'm
2: the, the pastor there. Thank you, Deacon Rob Lordy, um, newly appointed deacon at St. Charles,
3: and I'm Anna Laser. I am the I've been working in the youth ministry office. Uh, associate full titles associate youth and young adult ministry coordinator but that's a mouthful so you just say i'm the youth ministry person
0: <laughs> great and anna is a former student of mine so yeah, I, get it to, is. I get to get yeah. braggy rights if she does well <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, father john would you leave us mm-hmm. lead us in a prayer to open sure. the hour let's pray mm-hmm. in the name
1: of the father son and holy spirit amen. amen lord we thank you for all the blessings and gifts you've given us especially during this, this easter season we thank you for the, the gift of our savior who offered himself for us uh, help us to live in Easter joy. Help us to spread the good news. Help us to be uh, supporters of this radio station in any way that it's instrumental in, in sharing the faith. Guide us. Make us the holy people we're called to be. We ask this through Christ, our Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father the Son, and the Holy of the Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, St. Charles, folks, it's good to have you here. Um, our, just remind our listeners uh, we're in the middle of our share Our overall goal for these uh, couple days is 300000 which is the operating budget uh, for Redeemer Radio and, and Spoke Street Media. And our goal for this hour is 12500 uh, St. Charles folks, do you think we can make that for sure? All right. Absolutely. <laughs> Now's the time to start uh, reaching out to people from St. Charles um, to uh, give pledges either online or, or via text or by phone call. And uh, Anna, if you don't mind, could I have you uh, could I have you read the number for us? Uh, yeah, uh,
3: you can call or text give to 260-436-9598. Uh, Or you can uh, also give on RedeemerRadio.com or through the app.
0: Or through the app, the Redeemer Radio app, which takes you to the website if you don't want to go through all the trouble of typing in (laughs) RedeemerRadio.com and have the Redeemer (laughs) Radio app. so uh, We look forward Mm. to uh, seeing the pledges come in. And uh, we already have a a few pledges in, Uh, David and Lisa Simcox, who uh, give a shout-out to their their kids, and Vicki and Robert Lordy. So, Deacon Lordy, thank you to your family. <laughs> You're welcome. My wife just finished the last hour, so she's busy pledging now.
4: So.
3: <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So it's
0: a, it's a, a tag team. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Well, great. It's it's so good to be here, and and again, we're we're thankful for uh, the many life giving ways our parishes serve the, the community here, at Fort Wayne. Um, there's such an important partnership between Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media. Uh, and our parishes, and so we're so grateful to feature St. Charles in this hour. Um, one of the incentives uh, for giving right now is that if you give a monthly gift of fifteen or more, you receive an insulated travel mug that has Redeemer Radio's information on it, and it also says "Leave room for the Holy Spirit." So, what? if you want to feature that as you go into work and invite conversations mm-hmm. by putting that insulated mug, uh, please make sure to give a monthly gift of a of fifteen or more. And if you give a monthly gift of 25 or more, you'll receive the travel mug and uh, you're entered to win a free trip to the Holy Land one entry per donor, um, so you can take that insulated mug with you to the Holy Land potentially. <laughs> so this is part of Redeemer Radio's um, pilgrimage to the Holy Land. I, I believe during uh, COVID those those pilgrimages uh, there was a pause, and I've, if I'm correct, this is the first one that they're having in a while. And I understand, Father Tom, you're going on that pilgrimage.
1: Yeah, that's right. I was supposed to go on this pilgrimage three years ago, but uh-huh. it, it, it was called off. So we're going to try again. So it'll be in October. Uh, it's 10 or 11 days, and it's seeing all the, the great sights in the Holy Land. Uh, yeah. A Mass at the place where the Annunciation took place, and a Mass at the place where the birth took place, and Mass in Holy Sepulchre, Sepulchre at the side of the cross. Uh, should be a fantastic trip.
0: Yeah. Father Tom, what, what is some of the value of going to the Holy Land? Why would, why would someone not only maybe enter this drawing for the free trip, but maybe even pay to go?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just
0: uh,
1: our faith is is all centered around Jesus Christ and, and, and getting to know Him better is, is, and being in the places where He was, where He lived, where He uh, offered Himself. Um, our faith is all centered around that and just being in those places to pray, learning more about what happened and the, the circumstances and the environment and all the rest. Uh, I think it's just a, a chance to come closer to him.
0: Yeah. And that's what Redeemer Radio is really all about is encountering Jesus um, through many different platforms. Uh, now, for initially the radio, but also through podcasts now and the Spoke Street Media Network. Uh, Redeemer Radio really is bringing the gospel to those places, bringing people into the uh, life saving message of Jesus Christ. And uh, it seems to make sense to go on a pilgrimage to the place where Jesus actually walked and lived. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to do it. I've never been there
1: before and just excited to, to go.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, so, mm-hmm. so listeners, once again, if you uh, donate $25 more monthly gift, you are entered to win a part of that free trip to the Holy Land. Um, and uh, so... With us here is also uh, Deacon Rob Lordy, and Deacon Rob, you were recently ordained, uh, what, about four months ago now? Yep, Uh, first week of January. Ordained to the diaconate, the permanent diaconate. Do you mind just briefly explaining for our listeners, what is the permanent diaconate, and maybe a little bit about your story, your vocation story? Sure. Well, the
2: permanent diaconate is uh, something that I think a lot of people don't know all the particulars about, and I think it's, you know, a new enough thing. Um, for us, that it's come back, that we're all trying to figure that out together. But there's very specific um, things that a deacon is called to do, and first and foremost is to spread the good news of Christ, um, to proclaim the gospel. Um, you'll know that. Um, notice if a deacon's present at a mass, he's the one that reads the gospel. Um, doesn't matter if the bishop's there, if the pope's there. Typically, you're going to have a deacon proclaiming the gospel. So that's pretty special. Um, a deacon also um, has the ability to preach, which is uh, Father Thomas has given me the opportunity to preach at St. Charles one weekend a month and a little bit uh, here and there on the side. So that's been a great experience for me. Um, I've been uh, baptizing, which is probably mm. the most <laughs> fulfilling thing of my of my vocation so far. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Um, my first baptism, I had two at the same time, and I thought, when we practiced <laughs> this in formation, we just had one little baby doll, you know, didn't squirm or anything, and now we That's have so two live babies. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it went very well, and actually, this past Sunday, I baptized five people at once, so oh. just an, an immense blessing. Um, but as far as my journey, it was really kind of out of the blue. It wasn't something I was looking for. Um, I was kind of struggling with my direction, and I was praying for a extended period of time about uh, I thought my career. I really thought like I'm not content in my career. God, I'm just not doing what you want me to do. I can feel it, you know. And so, what? What do you? What do? What should I do? Give me an answer. And you know, when you ask that, you're gonna probably not necessarily like the answer you get, or you're not gonna expect the answer you're gonna get. Um, and so, after uh, about six or eight months of praying that. I was approached by my pastor and said, "Hey, Bishop, starting this new class of deacons, would you be interested?" And I said, um, "I can only tell you right now, I won't say no because <laughs> I've been praying for an answer, yeah. and I could be closing a door to something." So, I thought, "I'll go through with it. They'll weed me out. They, you know, they won't want me to do this." And then God kept giving me these graces and mm. kept removing these obstacles in my life, and it became apparent that that this is what I'm supposed to do. And so, like anything else you kind of just have to be open you know to where the lord's leading you
0: and and he'll lead you places way beyond what you expect yeah well thank you for sharing that testimony um we have a few more uh gifts uh andy and tina schneider have pledged online and stella mcgraw has pledged online John and Sue Hackman pledged an appreciation of our priest and deacon Lordy. So thank mm-hmm. you to all of you for your donations. Uh, Stacy Hunick just pledged <laughs> online, and she's wished happy belated birthday to <laughs> Anna Laser. Oh, wow. Maybe. Shucks. We, we won't ask you how old you are, Anna. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, shucks. But
0: belated happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> once again, listeners, uh, our goal here in this 3 o'clock hour, the hour of divine mercy, is... Uh, $12,500 and you can give a number of ways you can call at 260-436-9598 again that's 260-436-9598 or you can text give to that number 260-436-9598 I can hear the phones ringing already (laughs) I like how how that works or you can visit (laughs) RedeemerRadio.com or the Redeemer Radio app so uh anna you are you work with youth and young adults um mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your ministry and some of the things that you offer and some maybe some recent events
3: yeah yeah we do so much it like blows my mind <laughs> i feel like we we just we just keep keep going and keep going and and it's so great and it's so life-giving like we we have a really vibrant high school ministry uh, we have a lot of a lot of uh y disciple groups which are are small groups for discipleship Hence why it's called wide disciple, <laughs> um, and those are those are probably our, our 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 biggest draw for people. We also have um, like we're getting ready for our summer, our summer high school series, um, and and we just had our retreat. We do we do two high school retreats uh, a year, one in the fall, one in the spring. Uh, This last time we were very blessed. We had including adults and teens. We had like 70 people, which was remarkable We didn't know how we were gonna fit everyone (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it was such a gift and um, Especially to have a lot of adult volunteers there to walk alongside our young people. Um, I think it really moved a lot of people We also have for young adults. We have um, in the summers. We have college crew which is for, of course, college-aged young adults. They don't have to be in college to come, but it's just that age range. Uh, That's getting ready to kick off on May 15th. So uh, if you or anyone you know are uh, are around college age, you're more than welcome to come. Um, And we do also a a young adult retreat in the fall. Um, And we have middle school stuff, too. We have so much. (laughs) I could just sit here and just
0: list all the things that we do. Yeah, yeah. We do so much, yeah. (laughs) Tell us a little bit more about College Crew. What... what, uh, what does that look like? When does it run through? What's the target yeah, audience? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the third year that we've done it. Um, I actually was part of the planning team for the first year, um, so it's kind of fun to be back uh, and like running it now. So you're um, a college student. Yes, yeah, so yeah, oh, yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. a college student, yeah, when I was yeah. a college student, I I was asked um, by Stacy to to um, be on this team, and 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 now we we are still running it. The people love it. They they keep coming. Um, so there's usually a theme. Uh, Mm -hmm. for the summer our theme this summer is uh gotta brush up on my latin skills it's (laughs) it's called unum est necessarium which means only one thing is necessary Mm -hmm. Uh, It comes from the story of mary and martha and we're just going to talk about how to keep christ at the center of our lives um in the midst of all our busyness and and crazy schedules and stuff and so it'll be seven weeks i believe starting may 15th monday nights um, and we'll gather we'll have a speaker uh, there'll be snacks, of course, <laughs> and, uh, and we'll have lots of prayer and, and social time, and, and it's just a time to get to know people um, who are like-minded, who who are looking for community, especially in the summer um, when they come back home from college or, or maybe have a bit of a break from work and, and whatnot.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So college students, if you're listening, or mm-hmm. parents, grandparents, and you mm-hmm. of, of college students, yeah. uh, May 15th, right? May 15th. May 15th at St. Charles. At St. Charles at in Saint our youth Charles, center. St. Yeah. Charles in the youth mm-hmm. center um, in your home. You know, I remember the, that first summer after my college where it was kind of, mm-hmm. it was a rough experience coming home. You know, I was <laughs> yeah. independent. I was living on my own for a little bit and then coming home and having mm-hmm. to be... Uh, you know maybe working a part-time job things like that so college crew is a great way to stay connected to the community right absolutely absolutely yeah
3: yeah i know plenty of people who like they're like people who they made friends the first year and now they're like the closest of friends now so it's it's remarkable yeah
0: yeah speak to that a little bit um maybe all of you can jump in on this that we really see a need for building community, not Mm. just in our faith, but in our world in general, what's, what do you think is the importance, um, for young people and people of all ages of building community?
3: Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we're all, we're all, we're made for community, you know, we're made in the image and likeness of God, who is a communion of, of, of love, it's a communion of persons. And, and so, um, in a world, like our world is so individualistic, you know, like it's, it's so, um, about what I can do and about my personal happiness and about all this and this. but Christ really comes and shows us that actually we need other people (laughs) and when all the messiness that, 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 that involves. And, um, and especially our young people are feeling that. And I think, um, in a very real way, and especially after, um, like the, the impact of COVID, I don't think we fully know on our young people. Um, and just, we are constantly need to be inviting them into communion with, with, um, with with people their age and with people of all ages because yeah. we're made for it you know
2: yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. i think especially with uh, the eucharistic revival going mm-hmm. on i yeah. mean we're all yeah. drawn to the eucharist and to be in communion with christ but we, we often focus on that relationship but it also it's calling us to be in communion with all those around us and so mm-hmm. i think yeah. that just plays to what you were saying like that sense of community um and allowing the eucharist and our love for the eucharist to bring us all together mm-hmm. yeah beautiful yeah absolutely
0: well we have a few more pledges coming in uh, jim and karen broody have pledged uh, michael stratton joanne gardner Susie black tom and barb richter and Teresa murphy so thank you all for your pledges and donations to redeemer radio and spoke street media so far, we're at nine pledges for a total of $475, mm-hmm. so we got about 12,000 12, more to go in the next 40 minutes. Uh-huh. People of St. Charles, I'm, <laughs> I'm convinced that you can do this. Um, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah.
1: The funny thing is, it just happened in the scoreboard, too. Rob and Vicki Lordy were just crossed off. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no,
4: no, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, that pledge was stolen. <laughs> <It> was stolen. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, we need to respond to the last yeah, hour. Oh yes, yes yeah. Yes, I, I, to, I heard uh, St. Louis. Did, <laughs> yeah, Bishop some... Rob has lived his whole life at St. Louis Byzantin. <laughs> yeah, it was a surprise when he was assigned to St. Charles. <laughs> it was it was a
2: blessing. But, <laughs> but Father Tyrol and the St. Louis group, which included my wife, were here the previous hour. If you were listening, and when I got here and received my name tag at the front table father Tyrell had wrote written stolen in parentheses up <laughs> next to Deacon so he he says I am his stolen Deacon now so, <laughs> that's so maybe that's what happened to our pledge again yeah. but uh yeah a little friendly retaliation <laughs> yeah I am truly blessed to be at St. Charles um yeah. I think it, it was funny how the, you look back and see how the holy spirit leads you in a certain direction and you don't see it while it's happening mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and father tom was my spiritual director and my confessor all throughout my formation for the diaconate mm-hmm. and i had wow. on it actually asked two other people to be my spiritual director and got turned down <laughs> 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 and he was he, he took it on uh-huh. and That's so funny. it's funny you know even then the holy spirit i believe he he had those other people turn me down because he was leading me to father tom yeah. and that was five years ago you know and mm-hmm. it was he had a plan for me to be where yeah, i am and yeah. i i'm just grateful
0: yeah so and so how yeah how has diaconal ministry i mean you mentioned baptisms and some of the things a deacon does but how have your first few months as a deacon been it's been amazing actually you know and it's
2: a lot of like anything when you start for the first time you kind of have expectations of what it'll be and then you have the reality of what it is and and (laughs) so far the reality has exceeded my expectations i mean Mm -hmm. one thing being at st charles has given me the opportunity to do so many things so fast because of the size of the parish and it's been a blessing like i said baptizing five people at once was amazing sunday and and just being able to do To see when i went to the first parish council meeting to see the resources and the caring gratitude and just generosity of the people and all the things that are going on at saint charles i mean you you look around and there's (laughs) they're just out in the community and they're doing all these good things and and uh it's just amazing and so it's been a true blessing and everything that i continue to do there just is great um I, I'm still kind of on that ordination high, and then I get on these other little highs, and so um, I just, it's hard to wipe the smile off my face oh, sometimes. But, but uh, Father Tom was great during Holy Week and let me go out and help Father Tyrol at St. Louis. Oh, nice. a for We're sure. sharing sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, well, um, throughout all this time at Redeemer Radio, uh, we want to remind um, you, our listeners, that Redeemer Radio is brought to you by uh, listener support. Uh, we rely, Redeemer Radio and Street Media relies on your donations and support. And we need to raise, in this period of, of the share $300,000, and specifically this hour, we're shooting for $12,500. And to give, you can uh, call or text uh, the word give to 260-436-9598. Again, that's 260-436-9598. And a couple people like someone's wished Anna a belated birthday. <laughs> you can include a message with your gift mm-hmm. um, if you'd like to donate it in the name of somebody or an appreciation of something within St. Charles Parish or school. Please, please go ahead and do that. You can also give on RedeemerRadio.com or through the Redeemer Radio app. And we have a few more pledges that have come in. Uh, we thank Matthew Smith, Mark Bertoli, Kathleen Yoder, Sean diggin and Marilyn Filler. So thank you all for your gifts to Redeemer Radio and your support of the ongoing mission of sharing the gospel uh, through this through this uh, wonderful medium. Uh, speaking of sharing the gospel, uh, Father Tom, what, what are some of the ways that St. That Charles has uh, been sharing the gospel lately?
1: Yeah, all kinds of ways. The, one of the really exciting things, we, of course, just finished Holy Week just mm-hmm. recently, but um, I'd say maybe the best Holy Week ever. Uh, if we look back three years ago, we had the church locked. People uh, weren't allowed inside right. the church. It was, Holy Week was celebrated in the rectory with two priests and a seminarian, and, and everybody else had to watch on a computer. Uh, two years ago, we were back in the church for Holy Week, but we had every other pew roped off. Mm-hmm. And we had to spread mm-hmm. people out, and we were all wearing masks. Uh, you weren't allowed to dip your hand in the baptismal water. Um, we were sanitizing everything and everybody. Uh, it just wasn't what it ought to be and then last year at st charles we were renovating our church uh, so we did holy week in the gym uh, mm-hmm. half the people were sitting in bleachers and the other half on folding chairs we had a, a wooden altar on wheels and it was it was all good and valid and legitimate right. liturgy but it wasn't beautiful <laughs> it wasn't what it ought to be this year we're back in a renovated church overflowing with people flowers and mm-hmm. and and The beautiful new renovations, the new crucifix, and our marble altar and all the rest. Uh, It was wonderful. It was just wonderful being back Mm. into what Holy Week ought to be. Right,
0: right. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that before. Yeah, it's been a lot of changes, a lot of, yep. mm-hmm. of differences. So, yeah, so yeah, I've, I've had the chance to, to view the renovations at St. Charles. Um, that's, that sounds like a labor of love and yep. the generosity of your community. But is there anything you want to highlight about those renovations?
1: You know, the, the, <laughs> the emphasis from the very beginning was on the tabernacle. Uh-huh. And, and that really is, I think, a good focus as we're looking at this whole Eucharistic revival. Uh, our tabernacle was in a chapel which was the daily mass chapel which is behind the, the sanctuary if you were sitting in the right place in the church you could see it through some slats but most of the people in the church couldn't see the tabernacle uh and i tell the story again and again my parents when i was first assigned to st charles they came to see the church my mom's question is why don't you have a tabernacle mm-hmm. uh, she hadn't gone back to see the uh. chapel didn't know where it was and was curious why we had a catholic church with no tabernacle so now our tabernacle sits in the wall it opens both in the chapel and in the church it's got a front and a back door uh and it's it's the centerpiece of our church where it is you can't miss it now yeah uh, my mom age 92 came back for easter this year mm. and she was delighted to see this <laughs> <renovation>. <laughs> So, the follow-up to that story, my mom's happy now. Yes. That's, that's important. Funny. That's right. That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> I was listening. I was recently at a, a talk by an art historian named Elizabeth Lev, and she was um, speaking about, in even even all the way back in Rome. Uh, the custom was to have uh, the side chapel, the Eucharist in the side chapels. Mm-hmm. And there was this real, this effort in, in the 1500s or so with the revival of Eucharistic devotion to begin putting the tabernacle in the middle. And and so you, you've kind of, as we're in a new Eucharistic revival, mm-hmm. <laughs> your parish is reflecting that. So, yeah, yeah. so um, a couple more donations have come in. Let's see, uh, Stephen, uh, you, Bill Hoer, uh, you'll have to help me with some of the pronunciations. Marion <laughs> Entley, Bill uh, Langsheed, Mark Leo, and the KOC Council 451 have all pledged. So mm-hmm. thank you all for your donations to Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media and your support of the mission here. And we're coming up on the bottom of the hour but while we take a break please use this this time where we're off the air mm-hmm. to get on the phone or get <laughs> on your phone or get on your computer and you can call or text us at 260-436-9598 again that's 260-436-9598 and or visit redeemerradio.com or the redeemer radio app and we're we're currently at a total of 1500 1,000, uh, 1,500, 1, sorry, and 20 pledges. And another pledge has come in, uh, Jane Relu, Relu, And we thank you, Jane, for your, for your uh, pledge. So let's, uh, we'll take a break, and, and please keep those phones and uh, those fingers busy uh, mm-hmm. uh, with contributions to Redeemer Radio. So thank you all. And we'll see you on the other side of the break.
5: You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Marathon on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City Fort Wayne and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michigan. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at redeemerradio.com make a one-time pledge, or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station.
6: I think as Catholics, we have a duty to evangelize. We don't always do the best job with that. And I think for me, Redeemer Radio has helped me understand my faith better, and also be able to explain it to others in a way that is uh, humble, meek, and uh, respectful.
5: Joining our mission is even easier with our mobile app. Download Redeemer Radio's app to your Apple or Android device and click Give Now.
1: This is Bishop Kevin Rhodes. On my program, Truth and Charity, I'm able to connect with the faithful across our diocese each week, discussing a variety of topics and answering your questions. Thank you for listening to and supporting Catholic programming like Truth and Charity, heard right here on Redeemer Radio.
6: We recently received notice that, within the next six months, we will have to move the transmitter used to broadcast Redeemer Radio to the Fort Wayne area. We have a committee of radio and legal experts helping us navigate this complicated and expensive process but we need you, all of our listeners, to please consider making a truly sacrificial gift so that we have the funds needed to relocate our tower as well as cover FCC and legal fees. Join us in praying for a solution that sustains our reach and mission.
5: Redeemer Radio equips listeners to evangelize so that God can work miracles in our families, neighborhoods, and communities. Every donation helps us reach more souls for Christ as the seeds of faith are spread. We'll never know how many souls are saved because of the generosity of listeners like you.
6: Help us continue reaching souls for Christ. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at redeemerradio.com. This is Redeemer Radio's Shareathon. Thank you for tuning in to your listener-supported local Catholic radio station.
0: Welcome back <laughs> to the Redeemer Radio Charathon. Oh, my my former student here, Eric, and is threatening to tell damaging and incriminating stories about me, which is why we're laughing. Oh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> we are here in the 3 p.m. hour with St. Mm-hmm. Charles Parish and School. <laughs> uh, we have a goal this hour of 12,500. In our break, we had a few more pledges come in, so we want to thank uh, Sandra Tone, Jared Thompson, mary joe and william sliger donald smith kathleen van de zandy uh call called in and, or uh donated online and so if uh, you would like to contribute to the mission of redeemer radio and spoke street media of, of sharing the gospel on our airwaves and through the internet and in podcasts and anywhere <laughs> else you can think of that that sound goes uh we can call or text um the number is 260-436-9598 Again, that's two six zero four three six ninety five ninety eight, or you can uh, log on to redeemerradio.com or find the website through the Redeemer Radio app. Uh, we Redeemer Radio relies on your contributions to sustain its programming and its operations. So please be generous, uh, good people of St. Charles, and anybody else who's listening. Mm-hmm. And another pledges come in, so we thank Nancy mm-hmm. Duffy as well. Mm-hmm. So um, we're here with Father Tom Shoemaker, the pastor of St. Charles. The the newly ordained Deacon Rob, we can smell mm-hmm. the graces and feel it coming off of you, uh, and, and Anna Lazier, who works in uh, youth and young adult ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking uh, before the break about the Eucharistic revival in our country, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um, and I understand that they're St. is. Uh, engaging in Eucharistic adoration um, with middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. can, can you t- share a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah, ever since I I started back in um, September, I think is when I started. Feels like I've been there forever, but <laughs> uh, when I started, I, I I wanted to to get something going for for our middle school students to to have just a time of prayer. Um, And so through much planning and and consulting with, you know, the the office of worship and (laughs) all these things, um, we we do um, 30 minutes of adoration on Friday afternoons. and and so it's it's been great we have our we have a few families that are that are regulars and every now and again we'll get some we'll get you know some some others that that pop in and and it's just been really beautiful it's been uh i, I think like the second or third time we had it um i think even one of the one of the sports teams came for a part of their practice and so we had this back chapel just like filled with with you know with middle schoolers and their siblings and their parents and it's just been really remarkable um you know, and and we just want to make it accessible, so so it's just right there at the end of the day, end of the week, before you go into your weekend, um, to just have some time with the Lord, um, and it's been it's been really fruitful, and the people, the kids love it, and and I hope that it continues to grow for sure.
0: Yeah, you're a young adult. I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you what do you think is so important, so enriching um, about Eucharistic adoration for young people today?
3: Man. Gosh. I mean, it's Jesus. (laughs) That's it, period. That's it. Um, No, I, you know, I mean, obviously I think just the Lord calls, calls us, you know, deeper into him and into his love. Um, when we're, when we sit before him in adoration and, um, I know that's been my experience for sure. And, and it's, it's remarkable. I, even to like our young people on our retreats, we do, we do all night adoration Mm -hmm. one of the nights. Mm -hmm. And, and the kids, they, they sign up so fast for, to fill, you know, the hours, you know, you know 2 to 3 a.m. or, or 4 a.m. And, and it's remarkable just their willingness to sacrifice, to spend time with the Lord. And, and I think it, it, it's, I think it's just the Holy Spirit. I don't, I, it's just what he does. <laughs> you know, I don't think I, I can't, you know, g- explain it. It's yeah. just remarkable.
0: Yeah, in, in this preaching and sharing Jesus and the work of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, this is again a partnership between apostolates mm-hmm. like Redeemer Radio, yeah. which which share uh, witnesses, which share uh, stories of faith, which share the core message of the of the church, as yeah. well as explain her teachings. Um, but that leads to the Eucharist. It all leads to the yeah, Eucharist, absolutely. which takes place at Saint Char. Uh, the celebration of the Eucharist in, through mass and. Uh, I heard, I was, this past summer, I was out in Oregon, where my wife's from, and uh, there's an abbey there called Mount Angel Abbey, run by the Benedictines, and um, the, it was the Feast of Corpus Christi, and the, the abbot, uh, Jeremy Driscoll, was preaching, and he said the most beautiful thing about Eucharistic adoration, he said, you know, sometimes when, in Mass, we hold up the Eucharist, and that's the source of the Eucharist, right, and the words of mm-hmm. consecration, the calling down of the Holy Spirit, but sometimes that, that gaze isn't long enough when the priest elevates mm-hmm. the, the bread and the wine which now are Jesus. And so we have Eucharistic adoration to continue that gaze. And I just thought that was very beautiful. Yeah. Um, it, it didn't separate adoration from the mass. It, it mm-hmm. planted it firmly there, but uh, we just sometimes yeah. just need more of that time to reflect on, mm-hmm. on Jesus and who he is and what he's done for us. So um, we have a few more, uh, it seems strange to transition like this, but <laughs> <laughs> we've had a few more. Well, it doesn't because we're talking about the Eucharist and now we want to give thanks and the word Eucharist give thanks there, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> A few more um, giving thanks here. Uh, let's see: Nancy Duffy, Father Tom Shoemaker's pledge. Thank you, Father Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda Crothers, uh Teresa uh, Leo, uh, Sharon and Jerry Nurge called in a pledge. Thanks for our one. Thankful for our wonderful priests and deacons. Uh, Dave and Debbie Stevens have pledged. T- Tom and Arianne Davis, Arthur Weingartner, Roger and Mary Stoop, Carol Nock and Retta Corman have all pledged. So thank you very much for your pledges and for contributing to the work of Redeemer Radio. So I just want to ri- remind people of some of our giving incentives right now. Uh, for a monthly gift of $15 or more, you receive an insulated travel mug with Redeemer Radio's logo on it. And on one side, on the other side, it says leave room for the Holy Spirit when we all want to leave room for the Holy Spirit in our <laughs> life uh, for Him to work. And and for a monthly gift of $25 or, dollars or more, you can also get that travel mug. Plus, you can uh, take that travel mug um, if you uh, win a free trip, which you will be entered into to for the holy land with redeemer radios uh, pilgrimage of which father tom is going on so Mm -hmm. uh, um, even if you don't win consider going on that pilgrimage (laughs) as well Uh, we've been talking a lot about community and we've been talking about the relationships of our faith Um, and i understand you have a sister parish and maybe you can tell me a little bit about st charles sister parish and what you've been doing with them
1: kind of a fun story here st patrick's parish downtown um, when our parish was first founded Uh, Father Hessian had been uh, an associate of St. Patrick's for 15 years or more, uh, and then he was named as the pastor of the new parish when St. Charles was founded. So he came to St. Charles. St. Patrick's helped to build our new church. They made a big donation to help build the church. I think they paid for the pews. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're still using a a chalice. The chalice that I use every day has, it was donated by the children from St. Patrick's parish. Uh, They helped us to start our parish. So we've always had kind of a soft spot for Mm -hmm. for St. Mm -hmm. Patrick's. We we do twinning with them. We help them a little bit financially, and we we give a lot of donations to their food pantry. Uh, But we've also tried to make some human connections. Uh, We had a a dinner together with our two parish councils once. Uh, We've been inviting our people to their Our Lady of Guadalupe ceremony on on, uh, the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, Just... Several years now, we've we've joined them for the Vietnamese Tet celebration. Oh. They have a Vietnamese mass mm-hmm. for the new year, mm-hmm. uh, and then a big feast afterwards. So we've been guests of honor at their Tet celebration. Mm-hmm. A wonderful thing: the mass in Vietnamese, ringing a gong, and, uh-huh. and just wonderful. Uh, and then <clears throat> this is the second time we've had their Hispanic group come to our parish and present the Stations of the Cross. They do a very dramatic mm-hmm. oh, yes. uh, presentation of the Stations of the Cross in the church and. Uh, just a wonderful thing. We had a big turnout, and and people very moved uh, by this this live presentation of the Stations of the Cross, done with with lots of drama. Yeah. Uh, so just trying to build up any connections we yeah. can between the two parishes. Especially excited because they've got so much ethnic diversity sure. that we don't. Sure. We don't care So yes. much. Yes. And it's, it's it's wonderful being a part of their their Latino community and their their Vietnamese community and. Uh, trying to to build up those relationships.
4: Yeah.
3: <coughs> yeah.
1: That was, is. Yeah, go ahead, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: just, sorry, I was gonna say it was, it was remarkable. Well, I was I was at the 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 live stations across, and it was, I was moved to tears, you know, mm-hmm. at certain times, and and it was remarkable. But even too on on Holy Thursday. Um, our our young adult ministry took a took a small group of young adults to do the seven churches pilgrimage mm-hmm. um, after after Holy Thursday Mass and one of the spots was St Patrick's and and while we were there there was a a small um, choir that were singing in Vietnamese when we got there which I was just I just thought was remarkable and and then and then just right after someone just impromptu started singing in Spanish and it was and and you know I I have always I, I've been to churches where there's not a lot of ethnic diversity and so. Um, Just to see even just these people that are just coming in all their languages and uh, just to be in the midst of the universality of the church, it was really remarkable. Definitely got me excited for for World Youth Day this summer oh. for sure <laughs> to see it to see it in all its all its glory. But I definitely got a glimpse at St. Pat's and it was great.
0: Yes, yeah. So that's the beauty. The beauty. So many beautiful things in this story, right? So mm-hmm. uh, the beauty of St. Patrick's uh, helping to start St. Mm-hmm. Charles as the city yeah. of Fort Wayne yeah. presumably grew yeah. out from the center, but also now this is this very living of the communion of the church, uh, yeah. and and the word Catholic of course means. Uh, universal mm-hmm. and uh, the United States because of so many immigrant communities yeah. gets to uh, experience yeah. <laughs> that diversity uh, of yeah. the church in so many different ways and and really that that Catholicity that universality of the church is part of the the mission of Redeemer radio to reach all people Jesus gave us the command in the gospel to go preach the gospel to all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Holy Spirit so please do help Redeemer radio in that mission of sharing the gospel amplifying the voice of the Creator um, because the Creator, our Creator, wants to reach every single person, and Redeemer Radio helps uh, put the message of, 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 the, of the gospel and of the church into the, into the ears of people who might not normally darken mm. the doors of our church. So uh, your donations help us with that mission, um, and so we wanted to thank a few more people, uh, William Langsheed, who's called in and pledged, and J- Jill and Dennis Redding, uh, Jennifer Prado, Prado, Kathy and Russ uh, Suver, have pledged, and uh, Kathy and Russ say they're also keeping us well-fed here at the studio. <laughs> that is a great perk of, of participating, <laughs> is that we are well-fed, and uh, we give thanks, thanks to Rhonda Walton as well. Uh, you too can give our text, and also if you give a monthly gift of 15 or more, you'll receive an insulated travel mug with Redeemer Radio's logo on it, as well as the phrase, leave room for the Holy Spirit. And if you give a monthly gift of 25 or more, you'll be entered to win a free trip to the Holy Land in October uh, with Redeemer Radio's uh, pilgrimage. Uh, call, please call or text. Uh, you can text the word give to 260 436 9598. Again, that's 260 436-9598. I wonder if I'm going to have that memorized by the time we're done here. So, <laughs> we'll probably. You'll dream about can, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you you can call the Redeemer Radio. Uh, not call, sorry. You can uh, visit redeemerradio.com and or the visit the Redeemer Radio app to give as well.
1: Yeah, I probably kind of follow yeah, up on yeah. what Justin <laughs> just said about th- this radio station is a way of reaching people that we don't reach from the pulpit. Yeah. Uh, I've had a number of people come for RCIA who are very mm. well catechized already. Uh, even though they haven't been in a Catholic church before, huh. they, they, they've they've been following Redeemer Radio. Yes. They, they've, they've they've heard the things taking place here. Yeah. Also, the station is really concerned about reaching out to young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Formats have changed yes. with all these um, podcasts, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> too old for this yeah, course. yeah, yeah. Young people are very familiar. <laughs> that's that's how you reach young people. they're 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 trying through yeah. through technology and and um, different kinds of of, of media that. that we old folks aren't too familiar with, to reach people who need to be reached, you know? Yes, so yes. Uh, there's some exciting things happening here.
2: Yes, uh, yes. I yes. think sometimes it's, it's hard to even realize who you're reaching because yeah. we all kind of picture in our mind these people who are maybe experimenting with Catholicism mm-hmm. or they're, they're wanting to know more. They're, they're feeling that pull inside of them. Mm-hmm. But I also talk to a lot of people who have been Catholic their whole life mm-hmm. and they just don't know everything. They think they should know, and maybe they're embarrassed to like ask their priest or their deacon or mm-hmm. yeah. to talk with somebody else about it. But they can tune into Catholic Answers and listen to these other people ask the questions—the yeah. same questions that right. they have—and yeah. yeah. and they're actually, you know, learning from this as well in a safe place where they don't feel silly for asking these questions because they've been Catholic their whole life. You know, yeah. so you're you're reaching out. You, you just never know. It's it's an unending group of people that you're reaching yeah
1: my favorite part too is hearing our bishop
2: oh uh, yes, uh, yes. I listening to
1: his show it's it's the bishop's chance to reach out to all of us yes, you know? yeah. uh, unless you happen to be in the right parish on the right day you don't hear from the bishop all the time right, but right. here's a chance actually to hear him explaining the faith to us and encouraging us and uh <laughs> yeah. it's it's a valuable thing mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, Bishop, of course, Bishop Rhodes has a show, Truth and Charity, um, on which is a weekly show. And, yeah, you're, you're exactly right, Father Tom, that the bishop uh, doesn't always get a chance to gather his people around. It's I, I suppose it's kind of like FDR and his <laughs> fireside chats, uh, Bishop Rhodes gathering the people through this new technology. Yeah. Um, or now, I guess, an older technology, too, but it's in podcast form, mm-hmm. so both. <laughs> so, yeah, we give thanks again for a few more uh, pledges that have come in. So we want to thank uh, Doug and Norma uh, Basinger. Uh, Rich and Pat Augustine, uh, Carl and Margaret Kleber, Kleber and David Nyman, who have all pledged. Oh, and one more, John uh, Whitmore. And so we're we're getting close to a total of $5,000, of a total of 46 people who have pledged. So to all of you who've pledged, thank you. And for those of you who have not yet pledged, uh, you still have time. There's about 11 minutes, I believe, in the St. Charles Hour. Of course, you're always welcome to hop on. Um, if you're driving right now and, and you don't want to pull over and call or text or get on your phone, please, uh, you can still contribute to the St. Charles Hour through the website, uh, but uh, please feel free to call or text uh, at 260 436 9598. Once again, 260 436 9598 or uh, visit RedeemerRadio.com and, and find the Give button or through the Redeemer Radio app. And I just got an update. We're now up to 48 pledges for a total of uh, $5,365. Uh, um, so we are getting close to 50% of the way to the goal. <laughs>
4: <laughs> if I
2: could, I'd like to give a little challenge to our Please. Knights of Columbus. Uh, we've got a great council there at St. Charles, and one of the thing opportunities I've been blessed with is to, uh, recently become the chaplain for our knights oh, there well, at St. Yeah, Charles. And yeah. and so there's a, so many generous people in that council, and I've seen some of their names come across the screen <laughs> already. Uh, but if you haven't called in yet, that number is 436-9598. Um, call in and uh, help us get those numbers
0: up. All right, members of St. Charles, Knights of Columbus Council, you heard yeah. it here. Any other challenges right now? <laughs>
3: mm, I work with kids. They don't have any money. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> You'd be surprised how generous they can be. That's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, Deacon, um, would you mind sharing with us a little bit about your formation uh, to, to the diaconate?
2: Yeah, so... Uh, once we went through the whole process um, of application process and got accepted in and and all that it was you know a four-year program once we got started with our classes so um, that period was discernment all the way through you know every day it was discernment so it was me discerning if the diaconate was something I felt like I was being called to, and it was the church discerning whether they felt like yeah. the diaconate was something I was being called sure. to. Yeah. So in saying that, and Father Tom and I had many discussions tr- through spiritual direction and things mm-hmm. as well, but I always, ne- I never had an assumption that the end game was for sure going to be ordination, but I knew God was leading me to something yeah. special, so he had a plan. Mm-hmm. And so as I told him many times, I said, I'm not sure what the end game is, but I have a very strong feeling. I just know where I'm supposed to be today. (laughs) And so tomorrow we'll reevaluate and we'll discern some more. And so throughout that process, we had so many great opportunities uh, to learn and grow. It was a great group of guys I was with. Um, Our classes were in Warsaw every Saturday for four years. Um, So we had the opportunity to have mass together and morning prayer in the mornings and then uh, spend the day studying. And all of our professors came from. Uh, The University of Notre Dame. Um, So we had just a very high quality education. I think we're so blessed in our diocese, you know, we take it for granted sometimes that the resources that we have. Sure, yeah. Um, But just a great formation um, and, and really a formation that allowed you to become informed in your faith. But as we say, you know, it. it's not just information, it it actually forms your body, it Mm -hmm. forms your spirit, Mm -hmm. it forms your spirituality. So to actually feel that information transforming you to where you're actually being formed Mm Um, and and then you start getting reassurances, and it's like, yeah, God's leading me where He wants me. You know?
0: So, just a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So, I assume they, they also give you some training and preaching because deacons can give homilies, things like that. Yeah. yeah. So, what's, what's that like to give a homily? <laughs> um, you know, it, it's funny because I Father Tom
2: asked me, if, you know, when we were in spiritual direction a few times or when we were just talking, he said, "How do you feel about giving homilies?" And I said, "You know, I, I don't I don't have any." i'm not really having any apprehension about that i i spent 20 some years at saint louis bazanson singing in the choir and cantering and i you know, like i told him i said once you stand up in front of people and <laughs> sing talking just doesn't <laughs> seem as bad you know? just but, but then you know that being said <clears throat> you're singing the words that somebody else right. wrote so <laughs> so when you're giving a homily <laughs> you're you're giving the words that you think the Holy Spirit wants you to say. And so, right. so then you're a little more accountable for what you're saying. So <laughs> yes, yes. so there's a little bit of apprehensiveness about that, especially being new to it. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, going from a smaller church to a larger church, it's a little intimidating standing up in front of there <laughs> uh, the first couple times. Mm-hmm. But I just, it's been great, um, you know. I, I've not had anybody throw anything at me during a homily, so, okay. so I, think, I think we're doing okay. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, the training, the last year of our formation was almost all practical, hands-on mm-hmm. things that you are going to use in the liturgy. It was practicing marrying people, practicing mm-hmm. baptizing people, practicing you know funerals and homilies. Um, and so it was a little intimidating, actually, because when we would practice our homilies, they would have... This everybody in the room would have a computer out and they would be evaluating while you oh, were yeah. giving it. So <laughs> wow. and then you as soon as you got done, it was on your email. Oh, but wow. it was all anonymous, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, was yeah, yeah. so you didn't know who was sending it, so you could be honest. Yeah. But we were sitting there and there's it's just something about being up in front of all these people who give homilies uh-huh. <laughs> and having the keyboards tapping and just wondering what are they saying about me while you're trying to so um, I think that's good practice, yeah. you know, but yeah. there's nothing like doing it for real. Right. Uh, yes. Without the keyboards and math. Exactly <laughs> right. I don't
3: know. I always take notes of how he's doing and I send it to him. Maybe it's Maybe it's going to the wrong email. I don't know. I always leave scathing reviews. Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> well, we're, we're winding down here in our, our final five minutes uh, with St. Charles. Uh, we have a few more people to thank. Uh, let's see. Maybe, maybe can someone help me out with Bob's Ooh. last name? Lazinski. Uh, thank, thank you, Bob, Darlene Simpson, Tracy Sines, uh, Nancy Schumann, and an anonymous donor of all pledge. So we're we're currently at 53 pledges for a total of uh, $6,855. So we're well over halfway to our goal. Uh, in the next four minutes or even after, or later today, uh, please call or text the word GIVE to 260 436 9598. Again, that number is 260-436-9598 or RedeemerRadio.com. Uh, or you can access the website through and give through the Redeemer Radio app. Uh, make sure if you don't have that app, download that app. That's another way you can listen to Redeemer Radio um, mm-hmm. and, and Spoke Street Media podcasts. Uh, one of my favorite things is um, if, through the podcast blocks during the day, if I'm driving somewhere, you know, Fort Wayne is the the joke is, it never takes longer than 20 minutes to get anywhere in Fort Wayne. <laughs> uh, although there's construction yeah. a lot now, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I catch a 20 minute snippet of a podcast, but then I can go online and I can finish that podcast if it caught my attention. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Redeemer uh, Radio and Spoke Street Media, remember they're staff does all this work they curate the the podcasts that go on Uh, they're working with some hosts uh, including local hosts to develop Mm -hmm. content here in our community but also pulling from the best uh, people like sister miriam james and father john ricardo's podcast but of course let's not forget our local podcasts like after the homily with father daniel shait or uh some of the podcasts i feel like dr christopher chris stroud has got about four podcasts maybe going now (laughs) Uh, but uh, we're drawing on our local uh Cultivating that, and then the staff here at Redeemer Radio, your your contributions um, uh, help uh, them p- help them receive their salaries mm-hmm. uh, and the work that they provide. Whether that's uh, curating podcast lists based on themes, um, I, I know I appreciated getting the uh, Holy Week themed podcast in my email. So that's all the work of the people behind the scenes here at Redeemer Radio that you support. And um, as we heard Father Tom mention, that there are people in RCIA who. Come, come already somewhat engaged with the faith uh, mm-hmm. reflecting on the faith and that's all because of the work of, of Redeemer radio which is a real communal effort mm-hmm. um, so in our in our last maybe minute or two any any final world words or challenges uh, from any
1: of you mm. I think it's a great blessing that we have this this station in our diocese um, our diocese is in a healthier state than, than a lot of the country and a lot of the church mm. and um, yeah. this is one of the factors yes. I mean Uh, Just take a look at the number of vocations we have. Take a look at at the the people contributing and people taking part in Mass. Um, While we all worry about Mass attendance dropping off and so forth, uh, our our diocese is in better shape than most of the country. And Mm -hmm. this is part of that. This is part of that. This is encouraging Mm -hmm. us in the faith. And I would
2: say as someone who's relatively new to St. Charles, just how impressed I am with the size of their parish and how it still feels like a family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I first got assigned there I thought you know it's a big parish it's going to be you know just kind of a number and you get there and it's not it's just a family setting and and it's it's just still people caring for people and and so I've been really impressed with that yeah thank you yeah yeah
3: yeah. I have too I'm also new to St. Charles Mm -hmm. so it's I'm I'm constantly blown away by uh, by the generosity and the and the the involvement and 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 everything it's it's a remarkable place for sure
1: we stole Anna also. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Jews, I can't, right? I yeah. can't. Yeah, it's, it's
3: hard to discern if people were, were missing me or if they were jealous that I was coming and going to be with Father Tom. So it's probably a mixed bag, But uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, yeah. Lots of stealing happening. Maybe yeah, know, we should maybe know, we should pray about
0: this and, we, and we, learn. We maybe we should do better about observing the seventh. <laughs> yeah, <payment. right>. maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe,
3: maybe, maybe. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, we're wrapping
0: up uh, the St. Charles Hour. Thank you to all of those who have pledged. Uh, please um, continue to give if you didn't get a chance to give to Redeemer Radio uh, during the charathon. Our goal is three hundred thousand, and uh, you can do give uh, donate by calling or texting 260-436-9598 or re- visiting RedeemerRadio. Uh, Deacon, would you uh, mind uh, closing us in prayer? Absolutely. In the
2: name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son, who by rising restored our access to your heavenly kingdom. We thank you for this great diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend, for Bishop Rhodes, for all the clergy, and the dedicated laity that we have here in this part of our country. We thank you mostly for Redeemer Radio, for all they do to evangelize, to help our faith grow, and to keep it strong. We ask
0: this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Father, Father, Son, Holy Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Tom, Anna, Deacon Rob, thank you so much for your time. Hmm. And uh, we look forward as we hand it off to the next uh, hour. Uh, have, Have a good afternoon, everybody.
4: Thank you.
6: listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's share on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. There's so many other people out there who are in the same shoes that that I was. People who are just opening up to the faith. You know, for whatever reason, there's an openness, there's a curiosity in their heart. And Redeemer Radio is one way that is really, I mean, literally broadcasting the faith but even just in a figurative way, broadcasting it so that they could receive. I mean, these are people who were receptive. Um, and I've heard stories of this of, of people who were just driving around town and somehow, you know, scanning through the channels, came across Redeemer Radio, and maybe even were really angry at the answers they were hearing through the programs. But after a while started to realize like there's a consistency in what was being taught. And it challenged them. And they, you know, did research, they struggled, they wrestled with those, you know, topics or questions. And came to realize that they agreed with it, that they saw the truth in it. Um, so, in that way, I think it's a—I think Redeemer Radio is a great tool of evangelization of, of literally broadcasting the faith. Let the Holy Spirit work through
0: your generosity. Give securely online by going to redeemerradio.com
6: and click Give Now, or call two six zero. 436 9598
5: You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by making a monthly gift. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sharathon and allow us to focus on future needs. All donors who make a monthly gift of $15 or more Will receive a fun travel mug that reminds you to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Monthly gifts of $25 or more receive the travel mug, plus entry for a free trip to the Holy Land. Please call or give online today so your contribution can amplify the voice of the Creator. Hey there, I'm Nancy from Catholic Sprouts. And I am honored to support the mission of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media. Please consider joining me in this effort by giving so that through your gift, Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media can continue to offer encouragement and hope where it is most needed. Redeemer Radio began almost 20 years ago to respond to the most urgent need of Catholics at that time, which was solid apologetics and faith formation. Since then, the world has undergone unprecedented change. While Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the tools for evangelization must adjust to best speak to the longing of the human heart in the current culture. In our time, with a decrease of Christian values, There's also been an increase in loneliness, isolation, and division. Redeemer Radio invites the heart to listen so that we can amplify the voice of the Creator. Together we can journey toward the fulfillment of life in Christ. Now more than ever, Redeemer Radio needs your prayers, encouragement, and support. Help us continue sharing Christ across the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend and beyond. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio share Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station.